Hello guys and welcome back to the podcast. This is Paint the Town Dead and I am one half of your host, Caitlin. I am Andrew and I am at full strength. Okay. Because I got the second dose of vaccine and it's been two weeks now, I think. So oh, you're good. I am fully juiced and ready to go. What are you going to do with this newfound strength? Uh, Going to keep playing video games. All right. Keep social distancing just as I did before the pandemic started. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Or, I mean, I'm going to go out to the clubs, like I said in that one episode. That Th- you that are thing a baller. Yeah. I'm, cool. uh, the thing I'm known for is going out to the club with the Drew crew. That's what I called them. Oh, yeah? Who's in the Drew crew? It's my entourage, and uh, don't worry about it. Okay. It's a you sec- don't need to know. It's a, it's a rotating crew. Oh. Yeah. Secret. I'm a part of them. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I got my uh, Mark of the Beast. I've uh, got card is my Mark of the Beast. I can do whatever... Well, I'm really happy for you. And this is definitely the Mark of the Beast. Not like all the other things that people said were the Mark of the Beast, but definitely weren't. But this one for sure this, this time This one is. for sure. Without I feel it. a doubt. I feel it in my soul. The oh. darkness. T- the, the darkness devil. is growing. Because the devil's there? Yeah, the devil's there now. The devil. Satan. Or Satan, Satan that hockey player. It was spelled like Satan, but oh, he's from funny. Eastern Europe or somewhere. So it's like Satan. He's like, ha, I got you. It's not really. Or it is, and he's in disguise. Maybe. He used to play for the New Jersey Devils. So, you know. Oh, my gosh. And his number was 66. You can't do three numbers. So, nope. so, so that's that's what he had to go with. Now, I don't, I don't even know what his number was. Oh, okay. That would have been funny, though. Did you just make all this up? Um... Only two thirds. Only it. the part about the hockey player. Weirdly enough, I do have the mark of the beast now. <laughs> That's real. That's uh, real stuff. According to today's legend, and not um, the left behind legend that we grew up with. Oh my gosh, those those books and movies. I never read them or watched them. They seemed bad. My mom had a lot of them, but yeah. whatever. That's fine. I don't care. I never read them. They didn't seem like they'd be very good, but I don't know. A bunch of people jumped on that train. Yeah, and the world's still here, unfortunately. Oh, well. (laughs) And here we are, making a murder podcast. That's right. Um, So, I guess we should jump into it, because we're both very tired. Yes. Uh, Me, for no good reason. Caitlin, because she, like, works hard or something. I don't know what she does. Well, it was my first day back at work since I've been off dying. Uh, Yeah. So, it's just a hard... It's just... Just take a little bit of time to get back into it. I gotcha. So... We're going to go to 1993. I was alive. We were both alive. And you were too. And guess what? What? Still alive to this very day. <gasps> Fun Spoiler <fact>. alert. <laughs> um, yeah, so we are in Jacksonville, Arkansas, which is... Uh, That's not far from you. It's not far from... Uh, yeah, it's... I, I saw it described as a Little Rock suburb on you could, some papers. You could say that. Which is like, yeah, it's like... 30-ish minutes, maybe not even that. It's more like 20 minutes from Little Rock. Just with traffic. Yeah, and uh, the interstate that goes through there, it's terrible. So bad. They've been working on it for about 40 years, I think. Since this case happened. Yeah, it's it's a nightmare. It's improved, actually, a little bit, but, you know. It's also where the uh, Little Rock Air Force Base is located there. Yes, it is. So... Anyway, February 9th, 1993, we're in Jacksonville, Arkansas, 10.50 a.m. A woman named Deborah Reese is at her home, and she's talking to her mother on the phone. Um, she mentions to her mother that a black man had knocked on her door asking to borrow tools. Hmm. Um, but she, she says she was um, uncomfortable with this interaction. Why? Not sure, but I think it's just like 
because she was like home alone oh, and it's like okay. a stranger yeah and supposedly sometimes they'll uh, people will do this to like figure out if people are home or I see. I see. if they are home who is home that sort of deal i see yeah so uh so she's like I'll, I'll come over to my mom's house we're gonna we're gonna do that i'm gonna get ready do my hair and all that just to uh, be with her mom to have like company or something yeah basically mm-hmm. and just to like not be at that house i see uh, around 1.30 p.m. though. So it's been a, been, been a little bit. Doesn't take that long to do makeup and hair. Uh, I assume. <laughs> Who are you? Okay, speak for yourself. How long does it take you to do makeup and hair? If I'm doing full makeup and hair, I need a good solid two hours, if not two and a half. That seems like too much work. But I like to take frequent breaks. Like I'll wash my hair and then go sit down for a little bit. And then I'll do makeup and then like chill for a minute. I mean, like I take frequent breaks. So. Okay, so the issue is that you're lazy. I just, I get really hot when I get ready, and so I need to cool off. It's because you're lazy. Excuse me? Caitlin's lazy. Say it again. More like... Say it again. Lazy, and I don't know, I'm trying to make... You suck. <laughs> okay. I agree. Continue yep. with your story. I'm batting zero right now. <laughs> uh, so, 1.30 p.m., uh, Deborah Reese has not arrived at her mom's house, so her mom is a little little worried, because yeah. that, that's Let's too take long. take it so long, yeah. And she's unable to reach her by phone. Gotcha. So she goes to Deborah's house and she, it looks like it's been broken into. Oh, no. So she calls the police. She doesn't go into the house. Probably because, uh, you know, yeah. you don't know what's, what's going on in yeah, there. Yeah, for sure. And police get there and in her bedroom, they find Deborah Reese. Uh, she had been raped and murdered. Oh my gosh. Uh, she was beaten to death with a uh, tire thumper. A What? A tire thumper. It's like a Tyra? tire thing. No, it's different. I I looked it up because I was like, is this slang for something? It's like a for it's like a tire gauge sort of thing, but it's bigger. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. So and there's there's uh there's blood all over the walls and oh, floor and stuff. That's so and sad. She had like a scrape on her face, which they decide was from a rug in the house. Hmm. That'll come into play later, maybe. A scrape from a rug. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, there's not a lot to go on. Like, I mean, there's obviously going to be like DNA fingerprints potentially, but. It's kind of early stages for all that. Yeah. And. Well, uh, for DNA, not for fingerprints. Yeah. Yeah. Fingerprints didn't come to use until 1994, actually. (laughs) That's not true, obviously. (laughs) That's a joke. Not a good one. Not a good one. Agreed. They can't all be winners, and most of them aren't. <laughs> <laughs> Not when you're dealing with me. <laughs> so, there's uh, there are, however, two eyewitnesses who claim to have seen this black man who knocked at the door earlier uh-huh. and said that he had come to one of their houses as well. Oh. Um. However, there's a. Uh, they 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 eventually identify. A man named Liddell Lee. Mm-hmm. This is a very famous case right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had actually been holding off on doing it for mm-hmm. a while. We'll explain all why later, mm-hmm. which you all probably sort of know. If you know Arkansas crime, you know. Yeah. So there's there's no physical evidence, really, but there are these two eyewitnesses. Are they neighbors? You said. Yes. Okay. They're like in the in the neighborhood, I guess. Okay. Um, the eyewitnesses gave conflicting accounts of what happened and all that and what the person looked like and their identity like their name so which is a little weird 
Yeah. Um, were there two people? There were like two perpetrators. Know. Is that yeah. what you're asking? Yeah. Okay. Um, no. Okay. I was, I was trying to make sure what you're asking because there's two eyewitnesses. Yes, I was like, yes, yes, yes. There are two eyewitnesses. Okay. But they both had such different accounts. They had fairly they? different accounts. Mm. And also eyewitnesses in general are mm. more fallible than you would think. 100%. Um, That's why cases cannot be based off people's testimony. Right, not entirely. It has you have to have even more. if they're like a hundred percent sure. If you, th- I've seen experiments about this. Like, yeah, especially if you don't know the person, it could be one thing. If you're like, I saw it. It was the person that I'm best friends with, and I've seen them every day. And exactly. They, like, that's one thing. But yeah. they didn't know this guy. Yeah. And and yeah, there's there's so many like, uh, the first one I ever saw was like they just had a guy come into like a classroom wearing a hat and stuff and. And then afterwards, they're like, hey, what color hat was he wearing? And some people were like, he was wearing a hat. Exactly. <laughs> or, and yeah. they also had different answers for the color of the hat and stuff. And it's not like it was a weird color. It wasn't like something somebody would be like, it wasn't, it wasn't teal, which yeah. is a color that gets called a zillion things. But people are like, it was green or it was blue because teal is green and blue yeah. together. But people call it like seafoam. And it's like, no, idiots. Don't you know anything about colors? It's teal, I tell you. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so... For instance, one of these uh, eyewitnesses claimed that he was around 50 feet away when he saw this stuff go down. Because uh, he's, he's like, I saw it from my uh, couch. Like, I could see out my window. Mm. And they they later found out, like, no, this is more like over 200 feet away. Wow. Which makes it you that much. You can't see anything. Yeah. Um, and also the lineups that they used were... Uh, shown to be biased against Liddell Lee. Oh, like it, they got people to look like him specifically? I, I think it was more like they made sure that the other people didn't, didn't look, look anything. anything. Yeah. Oh, was, I see. I see. Um, so they go pick him up, though. They arrest him. Uh, there's no signs of blood on him. Remember, on him or his clothing. And remember that there was blood like splattered Everywhere. on the walls yeah. and like, the ceiling and stuff. And there's nothing under, like, his fingernails either. Is there anything under her fingernails? There is. Oh, okay. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, they also search his house uh-huh. and find no evidence. There's no, like, no bloody clothes or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And um, none of the possessions that were missing from her home are in his house either. And this is, like, all the same day that they picked him up. So there's, like... He would have pretty much had to go back to his house to dispose of everything. Yes. And his sister, Patricia Young, said that she was with him during the time this murder would have taken place. I see. Um, and she's she's like, I have, there's no way he could have right. gotten away like during that time frame. Right. And there were fingerprints found in the home that did not match Liddell Lee. So he wasn't there. Seemingly. Okay. Um, there are shoe prints that they say are the same size as the shoes he was wearing. Well, cool. That doesn't rule out anybody. Right? Um, and maybe that's not even totally accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be called into question later. Okay. So, he goes to trial first time. Mm-hmm. And there's like basically no evidence, obviously. There's evidence, but it has nothing to do with him. It there's, seems like. Yeah, there's very little evidence, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it ends in a hung jury. I can so, see why. I yeah. can see why. But he does have a second trial in October of 1995, and he's going to be found guilty and sentenced to death. Wow. On that evidence? On that evidence. Because you can't, you can't even like 
introduce new evidence, I don't think, for a second trial. It no, has but, to be the same stuff. But I meant like, that's it? That's how he, with that? Yeah. There was nothing definitive tying him to the crime scene? Uh, Not really, no. Well, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> you, Yeah, exactly. So, you, uh, y'all may have heard of in 2017... Mm-hmm. When Arkansas decided that we just we just had to satiate our bloodlust and kill a bunch of people, we talked we talked about this we a have. few times. Yeah, we've talked about two other people who are part of this. Mm-hmm. Who, um, who were they? They were uh, Kenneth Dwayne Williams. He was the one who murdered the cheerleader from Pine Bluff. Yes, and then got out, murdered another guy, and then killed a guy in a car crash. Yep. And I then uh, the other one was Jack Harold Jones, Ooh. who is the one who it turned out raped. Way more people than they thought. Yeah, raped that, and killed. That was terrible. So, uh, Arkansas basically decides they're going to run out of midazolam. Is that how I say it? Midazolam. Midazolam, uh-huh. aka Versed. Um, their supply of that drug is about to expire. And we talked about this because I was like, "Why don't they just go get more?" And you're like, "Well, because companies don't want to sell it to them yeah, and stuff." No, nobody will sell it. That's why South Carolina's bring back firing squad. And California, I saw that or was on South, the docket too. South Carolina, which is wild. Yeah. Um, what did? No, thank you. Yeah, you would think they'd go. Hey, this thing we're trying to do is so horrible. Nobody will help us do it. But instead, they're like not learning that lesson. They're learning the lesson of well, let's just do it a different way. Oh, that would be horrible. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so 2017, Arkansas is like, we're going to execute eight people real quick, real, very hastily. Back, 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 back. Um, they end up actually only executing four. Mm-hmm. Four of them got, got off for now, I guess. Um, so, like I mentioned, uh, Jack Harold Jones, Kenneth Dwayne Williams, and there's also um, Marcel Williams, mm-hmm. who is on our list. We haven't, we haven't covered him, but we will eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, those three are all executed. And Liddell Lee is also on the docket to be executed. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so this is like the medicine's expiring. There's protests and stuff. Oh, like Celebrities came. Yeah, it was it was a big deal. Um, but nothing was going to stop Arkansas. We're going to murder people no matter what. Yeah. We got to kill them. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened. I mean, if you're scheduling it based on like when the drugs are expiring, that seems bad because it's also... <laughs> it's like, oh, maybe we should reevaluate that. Right. Um, so before he is ex- to be executed, uh, Liddell Lee, his, uh, he said to the BBC, my dying words will always be as it has been. I am an innocent man. Uh, April 20th, 2017, he is executed by the state of Arkansas. Wow. He's the first person executed since 2005. And so he was the first of the four to be executed. Uh, I can think of other people that probably should have gone first. Uh, yeah, Probably. Anyway, I, I think they choose like the order based on like prisoner number when there's like you're multiples. Right, you're right. I, we did talk about that. Yeah. Like I think it was Ruiz and Denton. That was like how they decided. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think you're right. It was, yeah. So it was probably a similar thing there. Um, or it could be. Let me look here. I think it was prisoner number. I think you've, we've talked about this before. Uh, yeah. I'm just wondering if it maybe is alphabetical, but I don't know. Because there's. Two Williamses and a Jones, but Jones comes before L. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, uh, two weeks before he was executed, people started, like, really trying to... Sp- it. Yeah, trying to stop it and potentially find 
more evidence of whether Liddelli would have done it or not. Right. Um, so the ACLU and Innocence Project get in to look at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're brought in by his sister, Patricia Young. Oh, okay. Um, so they, they found, they like file a lawsuit with uh, the county or Jacksonville. I forget which one. Uh-huh. Basically saying like, hey, can, can we look at the, this DNA? And they're, they're like, no, 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 we're not going to do that. Because it's like, why? Yeah. No, we just want to kill people. We, yeah, I don't understand it. But um, they find that there's DNA that potentially belonged to whoever the murderer was. Mm-hmm. And it had never been tested with modern DNA technology. Mm-hmm. So they're they're trying to get that. Um, but he's still going to be executed. And it takes uh, a little while before they're finally able to get this stuff to move forward. So, January 23rd, 2020, um, they they basically file suit with um, the state of Arkansas and all mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. His behalf, family? Uh, yeah. Uh, the ACLU and Innocence Project on behalf of the family. Oh, I see. I basically. See. Wait, I was going to ask you something. Yes. Pause. Did he have any criminal history before? He did. Okay. Petty yeah. stuff? Uh, I think he was accused of like rape and stuff. So, like, bad times. Yeah. But doesn't mean you committed this crime, right? Okay. Um. So yeah, they 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 file the suit to try and get this evidence released so they can DNA test it. Um, Patricia Young, for instance, she says she's quoted saying, "My family has been unable to rest for the last two and a half years, knowing that my brother was murdered by the state of Arkansas for a crime we believe he did not commit." Wow. And she also says, what happened to Deborah Reese is horrible, and it is, mm-hmm. and we keep her family in our prayers. But I was with Liddell the day this murder happened, and I do not see how he could have done this. If Liddell is innocent, then the person who did this has never been caught. All we want is to finally learn the truth. Mm. Um, so, the the lawsuit basically points out, like, there's no physical evidence that directly tied Lee to Reese's murder. Mm-hmm. And the state convicted him by vastly overstating the nature and significance of the forensic testing they did. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially because some of it was found to be inconclusive. Yeah. We're just downright wrong. Yeah. Um, so the evidence they were going to test was um, there were hairs from the bedroom where uh, the rape and murder happened, mm-hmm. which I don't think they ever got anything conclusive out of that. Gotcha. Scrapings from under Reese's fingernails mm-hmm. and fingerprints. Okay. And also that scrape on her face, uh, they had a forensic guy look at it and he determined it's not from that rug, as they said. Oh. It's from a shoe. A shoe? Yeah. How? Like stepped on her? Yeah. Oh. And the shoes that Lee wore were incompatible with the injury pattern on Reese's face. Hmm. Um How do they even end up at him? How do they even get him? I think it's one of those things where, like, he was known, and they so were, just like, picked him. They're like, "Oh, this guy of, does rapes," yeah. and they picked him. Well, That's that... what it seems like, and they led those eyewitnesses along, like with the biased lineups and stuff. Here's a bunch of white guys. <laughs> yeah. So, which one of these do you think did it? Which one's the black guy? Can you point to him? That's, That's what, basically how it went. That's what it feels like. Wow. Um. Yeah. So also the shoe prints that I mentioned mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah. They're like these don't this wouldn't match either like the size doesn't actually match huh 
And also, there's there's a what am I trying to say here? Lawyers, you need a good one. Yeah, you guess do. what you're not going to have when you don't have much money. A public attorney. You're going to have a crap attorney. Not to say all public attorneys are bad though. Some do it because they want to help pe- people that can't pay for stuff. Yeah, but I mean, most likely they're not going to be the the cream of the crop, the top notch. Yeah, because those people will be making bank. Um, but don't they have to do a certain amount of like pro bono cases a year? Oh, I don't know. Hmm. That's a question for somebody who has a clue. Hey, I know somebody which is not me. who's a lawyer. I yeah. was. <laughs> um, but after his conviction, uh, he had a crap lawyer, basically. Gotcha. So there was a post-conviction hearing, and one of the uh, prosecutors approached the judge and was like, hey, his attorney's like messed up was like intoxicated yes <gasps> he says your honor i don't do this lightly but i'm going to ask that the court require him to submit to a drug test oh my gosh he's he's just not with us his speech is slurred <gasps> so he obviously did not have great representation oh that's so sad and in Wait, fact how did it come out how the drug test come out uh i don't know if they ever actually did it but uh the guy who was his attorney craig yeah. lambert uh-huh. wrote a letter this year or last year? Uh-huh. It was in October of last year. Um, he wrote, I was struggling with substance abuse and addiction in those years. I intended inpatient rehab. Liddell's case was massive, and I wasn't in the best place personally to do what was necessary. Oh, no. So, he got screwed on that front as well. Uh, he literally had an attorney who was... Under the influence of something. Yes, his attorney was... Well, on trial, right? During a trial? Yes. <gasps> you know, that's sad for everybody. It's sad for the attorney. That's really sad for Liddell. And his family. And, and his family. And, and, everybody. and for And for Reese. I mean... Yeah. I mean, that's not a fair trial for anybody. No. Ah, oh, that's... Oh, that's really unfortunate. And that's like the thing is, like, you have a constitutional right to an attorney and... And a fair trial. You, you got hosed. Yeah. So bad. Wow. So, you know, he's he had a bad lawyer who was just just dreadful. Yeah. Maybe he's better now. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, he said he went to rehab at some point. That's good. And that was 95ish That's and good. it's now 2021. That's good. Um so yeah, this is also so this is why we've been holding off in this case. I I had looked at it previously. Mhm. I remember that. And I th- I started looking into it is when I saw all these lawsuits and stuff about like trying to release the DNA. And so I was like, we're going to hold off on this one. We're going to wait until something comes out. Mm-hmm. Once all that stuff starts developing. Because I don't like... It's kind of like why I don't like doing the missing persons cases. I like... There's I like no to know, finality. Yeah, I like to know what the the, the end point of yeah. this is. Yeah. If possible. Um, so this is why we've been holding off. And the testing revealed DNA material from an unknown male other than Lee on the wooden club that was used to kill Deborah Reese. Where did they find the wooden club at? Where was it? It was in the room, I believe. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, cuz like like I said, there was no physical evidence like at Lee's house or anything. Okay, it was all in the is all in the house or the room or something. Yeah. Okay. And there's a bloody shirt that was wrapped around the the tire thumper. And they said the DNA profile did not match any they didn't match Lee and they also don't match any in the national database. So there might well be a murder rapist running around out there. Okay. But this, also it was 1993, so they might just be dead. Who knows? This is a very personal, violent crime. 
you are all up in somebody's business, like using your hands and stuff in close proximity. That is a heated, violent, personal crime. Does she have any kind of ex-jolted lovers, some boyfriends, some any reported any stalking incidents, anything like that? Not that I know of. Mm. And yeah, so. Mm. But there's, and we don't know who the DNA belongs to. They did say they, the uh, DNA and evidence they had is incomplete and partial. Okay. So it's not like. They couldn't submit this for familial chronological i think or they could whatever oh really i think they could i think they have like <gasps> they, they've put it into the database but nothing's come back nobody matches okay i don't i'm not sure if they can, you might be right about the familial thing i'm not positive mm. um so yeah lee's sister patricia young she said in a statement uh we are glad there is new evidence in the national dna database and remain hopeful that there will be further information uncovered in the future 100 percent. yeah i'm really disappointed there wasn't like we, we, we got the DNA, the we found who it was, and then they closed in on the guy and yeah. got him. Or in a lot of cases like this, he would have killed himself or something. Yeah. That seems to happen a lot. It does. Can't handle the guilt. So this is a... So there's a very, very good chance that Arkansas executed an innocent man. Which is just not good. Tragic. For everybody. That I mean... Reese didn't get justice. Exactly. Liddell Lee, not he was he was not innocent of other crimes, but he was yeah. innocent of the crime he was tried for and sentenced to death. Right. So and that's so he was that's not okay. He was basically murdered. A hundred percent. We basically have two murder victims here. Ah. <sighs> I mean, I it, it, the possibility is always there that he did do it. Yeah. But it's very very low. Here's the thing. Oh, are you finished talking? Are you finished? Yeah, for the moment. Uh, are you finished with your case? Oh, no. I've got oh. some more stuff. But oh, okay. You can, well, go ahead. We'll, ta- it's, we'll it's talk. It's a podcast. The- we can talk and stuff. We'll talk at the end. We'll talk. We get, okay. it, we get it all at the end. Go, go ahead. So, uh, Asa Hutchinson, who is the current uh, governor and he- was the governor when the executions happened. Oh, really? Okay. Um, so, he kind of like dug in on this. Like, he says, whenever you make, a tough, make tough decisions or whenever you have to carry out the decision of a jury, you, you realize... It's been reviewed by the Supreme Court at every level. They confirmed the convictions, and it's my duty to carry out the law. The evidence that was obviously uncovered is inconclusive, which is somewhat accurate. Yeah. And the fact is that the jury found him guilty based upon the information that they had, which is like, so he's basically acting like, well, I had to. You didn't. But this was the case where he had in in like inept representation, correct? Yes. So... You, yeah. how can you have a fair trial and, and have a a good verdict that way you can't right and again he was only executed when he was because the drugs were expiring so they rushed through this stuff he, and he also act, he acts like he couldn't have done anything there's a thing called clemency that a governor can give and be like let's not execute him does he have to approve does he have to say approve the the yeah death? I, I believe the governor has to go through and approve it death sentences yeah okay and they can provide clemency to be like, hey, we're not going to execute him. He'll, he'll just stay in jail. Or let's get a new trial on this. Like, can you do that? Sorry. Well, they, they were trying to when they were doing those lawsuits. I mean, but could to begin with, Hutchison, could he have been like, uh, you need a new trial? Like, could he have ordered that? I don't, I don't think he could have done that. It's not a part of the judicial system necessarily. Right. I don't think he could have done that. Okay. I don't think that's in his power. Okay. But I mean, consider also like <laughs> Mike Huckabee. Mm-hmm. He he wormed his way into getting Wayne Wayne Dumont out. Mm-hmm. Look how that went. Yeah, it went very well. 
mm-hmm. which I mean, it may, might make you a little gun shy to let people out. But in the true. case with Hutchinson, he wouldn't even have to let him out. Just not murder him. It's true. That's all you had to do. Yeah. So there is that. Also, the attorney general, Leslie Rudledge, she sucks. Um, that's my political statement. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> she's wanting to run from gov- for governor, but, which I think is funny because she's spent all this time sucking up to Trump and he's Barf. endorsed Sarah Huckabee Sanders. So <laughs> who also sucks. She's yeah. a crazy person. So sucks to be you, Leslie. Anyway, uh she said the evidence demonstrated beyond any shadow of a doubt that he murdered Deborah Reese. Obviously not true, as we have gone through. No kidding. It is not beyond a shadow of a doubt. Unless there's something they know that we don't know. Yeah. Um so she she can go suck one. Uh, she says, after 20 years, I am prayerful that Deborah's family has had closure following his lawful execution in 2017. Guess what, Leslie? Uh, you don't get closure by just killing a guy just cause. How has Deborah's family released a statement or anything? Not that I've seen, Hmm. but like that, if it's the wrong wrong, guy, then it's not justice. That's not justice. That's not closure. That doesn't make me feel, that would make me feel better. Like Like you just killed an innocent man and our daughter still doesn't have justice. Right. You just killed a guy to kill a guy. Yeah. Which is basically what they did because they rushed through all these executions. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's been, there's, there's potentially a murderer just out and about that. An unknown murderer, which is scary. Like he doesn't match with anything. Oh, I'm hopeful for familial DNA. Yeah, I mean, it's been nearly 30 years since uh, she was murdered, so mm. who knows what could have happened. Maybe the murderer already died or but something. But you can still figure all that out if it through familial DNA. Yeah, but I mean, just like getting justice and yeah. all that. But it would be nice to have the Actual name. closure yes. instead of fake closure where yes. you just make stuff up. Yes. Oh, man. So, and also I like the, the phrasing of lawful execution. Like, okay, cool. You Doesn't com- mean it was... You murdered somebody by law. Yeah, there was lots of, not to be an internet person and compare everything to the Nazis, but there was lots of lawful executions under the Nazis. Lawful <laughs> doesn't mean right, necessarily. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I just couldn't think of anything else. So I just said the Nazis. Okay. Um, that, that's why <laughs> first, I was like... First thing you could think of. Well, yeah, it's one that everybody knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, lawful executions happened in Chile about that, when the right wing... Uh, military coup happened. And they killed all of the socialists. Oh, cool. Yeah, very cool. Very cool times. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much that's pretty much it. So we have a man who most likely did not commit a crime or this crime specifically, who is executed, and we have a woman whose murderer is still out and about potentially. Yeah, just running around. So. Here's my thing. Excuse me. You okay. Yeah, I had to burp. Um, oh, okay. I thought you were about to like cry or something. No, I, I'm good. So, here's the thing. The state has the burden of proof upon, upon them. Like they have to prove, without a shadow of a doubt, with conclusive evidence, that this person is guilty. And that's really true for any case, not just this case, but for any case, typically, Correct. right? I mean, not necessarily the state, but you know the, the the person that has to prove it they have the to prosecution pr- yeah there we go thank you that one well according to leslie rutledge you can go suck one they did prove it beyond a shadow of a doubt but i think we all know that's not true but they didn't every exactly. every point can be disproven exactly and he did not have a fair trial that's the thing is 
he what he didn't he wasn't even given a chance no he was hosed big time a hundred percent and that first trial even with like bad representation and stuff ended in a hung jury so wow there is that and it's i think it all i think first and foremost it stems from he didn't have a chance at trial because of his representation he didn't even stand a chance had he had appropriate representation i think he could have stood a chance and I think the case could have been fought well to say, why is this even a trial? There's not enough, there, there's not conclusive evidence. And I think a good, not to say that he's a bad person now, hopefully that fellow's gotten help, that lawyer's gotten help, attorney, and he's on a better road and, and is doing what he likes and is, you know, doing it better. <laughs> but unfortunately at that time, he wasn't. And I think it could have gone better from that point. Second off, like if you're gonna if the death sentence is on the table, it. But again, if he'd had appropriate representation, I think it could have been all disproven. Right. I mean, they, the other lawyer was like, "Hey, that guy's messed up." And if if somebody approaches and, and says that, like, the trial stops there and you restart because if there's any shadow of a doubt, if another lawyer who's prosecuting a case, he's like. You're making this way too easy on me because you are messed up, dude. And I'm going to go tell the judge. Like, the fact that you're like, <laughs> you're trying to win this trial. And like, you're like, man, I can't even do this in good conscience because, excuse me, good conscience because this guy's so messed up. Like, it shouldn't have gone on from there. It should have stopped right there. Right. And then I think he might have stood a chance with appropriate you know so so there are the two biggest predictors of somebody receiving a death sentence race and quality of counsel i mean that sounds about right so if if you're black you're more likely to get the death sentence for basically the same crime a white person may have committed did they let his past convictions come up in the in the trial i don't know probably not they usually don't Mm -hmm. stuff like that Mm -hmm. um but yeah so like we we may have in, uh, killed an innocent person but just 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 because we had to rush it through yeah just had to do it yeah um and i think that's reason enough to be like no more death penalty for anybody basically because like you that is a heck of a responsibility and you have shown you can't handle it yeah so they just stay in jail forever now i mean you and i have different points on this do i think it's appropriate for everybody for every crime heck no do I think it's appropriate for the most heinous crimes? Possibly. Sure. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, they shouldn't have. I'm not going to shed any tears for like Richard Snell and Timothy McVeigh or whatever. <sighs> yeah. But also the fact that we've killed even one innocent person to me is unacceptable. We need to reevaluate here. Unacceptable. Yeah. I And people will just be like, oh, whoops, whoopsie daisies. <laughs> like, no. He, de- he deserves, <laughs> he's been murdered now. Now he deserves justice. Right. So... Uh, I, I looked this up. There's been at least, at least 167 death row inmates who have been exonerated since 1973. Whoa. So those are people who could have been killed and were innocent. Whoa. But we fortunately got to them first. But how many people did we not get to first? Right. Is Probably there any a stats lot. on that? Uh, no, because I mean, a lot of times I'm sure they don't even bother. Right. There's probably a lot where, yeah. Right, yeah. I mean, even like um, Jack Harold Jones, we'll bring that up, because he he raped and murdered a woman. Awful. And another guy went to prison. Well, another guy who was a serial rapist was threatened with the death penalty 
if he didn't take a plea deal. Uh-huh. Um, so he potentially could have, if he went to trial and lost, he could have potentially been executed for a crime he did not commit. But he was a bad guy. He was a bad guy, and he died of cancer during the time in which he would have still been in prison anyway. He worked so out. So it was like a... He worked yeah, out. Yeah, <laughs> it was... They got lucky on that one. Yeah, they did. You don't usually get that lucky. No. Such as this instance. Um, yeah. So I... That's why I'm not a fan of death penalty. And it's not, it doesn't deter anybody from committing these crimes or else these crimes would have stopped. That's true. I wonder what would be a deterrent. You know, <laughs> I mean, nothing actionable after the fact is going to be a deterrent. No. Straight up. Yeah. Because they think they're going to get away with it or they're doing it like not thinking that way. You don't, you don't think of it like, oh, well, I better not. There's never been one time where I thought like, I sure wish I could murder this person, but I can't because the death penalty. Mm-hmm. Dang it. Yeah. It's it's more like... If I get caught. Yeah. And I'm not going to get caught. Well, it's caught. more like, I just don't want to murder anybody ever. Yeah. That's kind of my thing. Well, what what do you think could be could we do to help prevent this? What do you think could be some steps taken? Uh, Prevent what? Executing innocent people? Prevent violent crimes. Uh, Your main thing is to improved education outreach programs and things of that nature yeah preventative measures just like in medicine it's better to have preventative medicine than treatment medicine you yeah. should try to prevent heart disease you should try to prevent diabetes not treat it when it happens yeah like the the main determinants of like whether people are going to be criminals is like low socioeconomic poverty status. and yeah. lack of education things like that yeah and also poverty can be prevented more with better education so like start with education i guess and then let's go to health because mental what, health also not even yeah i mean health in general physical health mental health you know whatever because i know that going to a hospital out of network for my insurance i can't wait to see that bill Oh, yeah, that's going to be fun. Well, but I mean, there's things I can do, but I shouldn't have to do all that. Like, I pay my wages. I work a good job. Even if I didn't, what makes me better than somebody else? Why can't we both get the same health care? Yeah. And I don't, and like, I literally didn't want to go to the hospital because I was afraid of the money I'd have to pay. I could have died. (laughs) (laughs) Lots. And that's why a lot of people don't go to doctors or hospitals and let things get bad. It's like uh, they'll have like a horrible, weird growth on their shoulder Cancer. and it's like yeah the size of a basketball and it's like i would have come when it was the size of an orange but it, it's like but what? i can't afford it yeah, yeah but i can't afford it i like uh there's been like a tweet going around lately that's like this guy who went in for something i don't remember what mm-hmm. and it's like a bill it's like ten thousand dollars or something and he's like this is garbage this makes no sense and the insurance company's like oh you should call the hospital and he's like i did they said it's actually 12000 or something like that. Like, it went up. <laughs> like, that's yeah. great. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, no, your patient portion. Like, it's literally, I have anxiety thinking about that bill coming in the mail. And it's going to be, like, five separate bills. Because it's going to be like, oh, this was your hospital stay. Oh, this was your doctor's stay. Or, like, your doctors that you saw. Oh, this was the specialist that you saw. Oh, this was the what ER bill. Whatever. It's all so messed up. So messed up. Yeah, it's a bad time. Rampant capitalism is a bad thing. Yeah, that's what Atlas Shrugs is is all about. Rampant. It's a uh, like libertarian thing. So it's like greed is actually good and leads to a better society if we just let rich people do what they want because they'll the market will decide. And it's like well, the market's not magic. It doesn't work that way. But that's oh fine. my gosh. <laughs> yeah, 
it, it's and like you know we've talked about the death penalty thing like and john brought up a good point he was like i was like if you have clear evidence or it's like a video of you doing it or like your dna is underneath their fingernails and it can only be there if you know you're the last right i mean if it's like clear and present and evident and he's like and what about like school shooters you know it's like well clearly they did it it's clearly them that did it they said they did it and we have evidence they did it like where does that i mean if the death penalty is on the table and they're convicted i mean where can they be properly rehabilitated some people just cannot be i i have the sure but that's what life without parole is for but then you get into prison overcrowding it's already so overcrowded right now not that one death will free up a lot but (laughs) no it doesn't i mean we have we've only executed since 2005 only four people so it's not like we freed up a bunch of space at the cummins unit or something no we don't i mean also covid helped but uh you know there's also the whole thing of like for-profit prisons that's that shouldn't exist no that's part of why they get overcrowded because they they have quotas and sometimes they have contracts are like we have to the state has to provide this many prisoners that's so weird so bad it's evil that's so weird it's a it's a bad thing Oh, and people should not go to jail for marijuana. No, and that's being improved. But also, that's another thing with like race stuff. So I wrote a paper back in community college days about how we should legalize or um, at least decriminalize Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. marijuana. And like a lot of the information was like, if you're a black person and you're caught with weed, you're doing hard time. If you're ridiculous. white, you might pay. You might pay a fine. You're like, oh, you're it's, a kid partying, and if you're black, it's like, oh, you're a drug dealer. Yeah, it's like it was way out of whack. Like, yeah, it's 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 a bad time, and so it's like you, you do that, and you're you're sending away people who are potentially fathers. So now their kids growing up without a father. Uh, that the cycle makes, continues. It's a bad cycle. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, uh, I say. Uh, get rid of the death penalty because again it is not a deterrent there are plenty of countries like say in western europe they don't have the death penalty and they have way fewer murders than well also they have like arkansas if it's you know uh firearm deaths they have far less because yeah they're not readily available yeah and people always bring up like switzerland Mm because everybody there has a gun because they have um everybody has to be enlisted in the military for a while Mm mm-hmm but they also have, like, if the U.S. used the rules that Switzerland does, people would um, be very unhappy. Because there's, like, you can't keep the ammo in your house and stuff like that. Oh, where do you keep it? At whatever military place. Oh, so you can't, they're, like, all, pro- they're all part of the military at some point. Oh, so you can't, like, use it to protect yourself. Right. It's, that's not the purpose of it. Purpose is if, if you need to militarize, you have homes of militaries. Yeah, people who have, like, been trained or whatever. Because, again, like, everybody has to do it. Okay. It's compulsory. What else? What are some other rules in Switzerland? I don't remember all of them, but basically like if you, but they do have like more gun ownership than most places in Europe. Mm-hmm. They also have more murders per capita than most places in Western Europe. So hmm. there you go. Maybe there's a, maybe that's just a coincidence. Maybe. <laughs> there's also like stuff like if you want to talk about guns. I like, like their furniture. Yeah. <laughs> Ikea. That's Sweden. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> you blew it. I blew it. You blew it. I was like, go ahead. Um, but yeah, like there's stuff like if you are mugged in New York city, you're, uh-huh. fa- you're like, however many more times more likely to be murdered than if you were mugged in London. Hmm. And also like, I, I don't want to harp on gun stuff cause I don't have huge opinions about it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like sometimes people make like the worst arguments in favor, like 
anytime there's a mass stabbing or something, it's like, see, knives are just as dangerous as guns. It's like, then why isn't the military just using knives? <laughs> That'd save a lot of money. <laughs> like, you know that's not true. Yeah. There's not going to be some Shut old up. man shooting uh, hundreds of people in Las Vegas from a hotel window with a throwing knife. Yeah. <laughs> that's not happening. No. Yeah. Get get real. Yeah. Like, make a real argument, which there are plenty that are fine. But yeah. when you make when you say stuff like that, I'm just like, you're arguing in bad faith. You're not a... Per, you're... You don't matter. Your opinion no longer matters to me. So. Yeah. We were in some kind of violence training at work a few weeks ago. And they posed the question, like, how can we make guns safer or something like that? And I leaned over to my friend. I whispered, have, uh, have stricter gun control in the United States. <laughs> it's like, we could prevent a lot. It, not should- to say it shouldn't be impossible for you to own weapons. But damn, I mean, you should have to do something a, a little more strict. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I, here's what here's what we should do. We should um, get those cool airsoft guns from Japan where they look exactly like real guns and swap out everybody's real guns for those without them realizing until they pick it up and realize it's really light. Or they'll be like, why did my weapon get lighter? I'm so strong. And yeah. Poof, poof. I'm a big, strong boy. <laughs> I'm a big, strong boy. Oh, no. It's all airsoft. This sucks. Yeah, let's do How that. How am I going to do a mass murder with this? <laughs> that would be good. Yeah. Air- Surprise. And also, like, there's all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Like, that's, it makes it harder for police when you're like, everybody might be, might just have, like, seven guns on them at a time. That's scary. That's a, which leads to its own problems. Because, I mean, you you go some of these places and where, like, cops don't even have guns on them at all times. Yeah. They just have, like, a stick to hit you with (laughs) or something. Or a taser. Just a taser. Um, Which that one, that's if, good enough. Also, if you have any friends who are cops, highly recommend uh, trying to find the video if there is of them getting tased because you have to get tased before you can have a taser. <laughs> yeah. Um, so shout out to my cop friend who let me see the video because he makes a really funny noise in it. <laughs> um, what does he do? It's just like a, can you? I can't do the noise. Can you it's emulate really, it? It's really weird. It's just like <laughs> or something. That I need to see it again. It's oh, very that's funny. So funny. So. Uh yeah, I that's about all I want to say on that. I guess. Okay. Um. This is, yeah. This is a but yeah, like, lots I, of discussion that could happen with this one. Yeah. So many points. And you know, it's not like people are escaping from prison willy nilly like they were in the 1920s. <laughs> yeah. They're they're not people aren't pricking themselves and covering themselves in oil to it's look like they have smallpox. So weird. It was soap, wasn't it? It was some. It was oil or something. He did something with soap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He 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 ate soap so he'd have a fever. It'd make him sick, yeah. <laughs> so he did that along with the the pricks I have on him. Smallpox. Yeah. So they isolated him and he ran away. Bye. Yeah, it's not like no, or like in uh, cowboy movies where they like tie up some horses onto the wall, and then drive like run off and it pulls the wall down. <laughs> oh, there we go. Like that doesn't happen. No. Though also, um, if we mentioned since we mentioned uh, Kenneth Dwayne Williams, mm-hmm. like he sort of. Uh, goes against what I'm saying here of people escaping because he did escape mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and kill two more people when he did it. Mm-hmm. But also he wouldn't have been executed by that time anyway. But you know, whatever what you do. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. I don't know. And, that- and and again, if you tell me that knives are just as dangerous as guns, you can go. Uh, you go, can go jump off a cliff because I'm done with you. Then we're going to take your it. guns and you can just keep knives. Like you're just totally full of it. Yeah. You're not making a real argument. Agreed. I think what, uh, one of the things I find most tiring about the gun debate is just when it's like, 
it's not guns, it's mental health. It's like, well, what are we going to do about that? Mm-hmm. It's like, Nothing. oh, you weren't supposed to ask a follow-up question. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'd say like, let's try and fix mental health stuff first. I'm okay that? with that. I think that's a good idea. Totally okay with that. Yeah, but yeah, there's there's things that can be done before we get down the line. And also, like, you're, it's going to be, it'd be really, like the Second Amendment's not going anywhere. No. You'd have to get however many states to vote to repeal it. And that ain't happening. It's not, not even close. No. So. Okay. And there was no guns involved with this case. How do we get on here? Don't even worry about it. Uh, I don't know. I think it it's was your me. fault. It was me. 100%. I wish, I just wish we lived in a country where I could get sick airsoft guns that look like real guns so and not have to shot? worry about the police shooting me. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the police, okay, I see. Yeah. Cause that's, I mean, like you've, there've been, you know, the stuff where like a kid gets killed by the police cause he's playing with a toy gun. That's sad. That sort of thing. Which is why all toy guns now have like, are like orange and Blue neon and bright stuff. and green. Yeah. yeah. I used to have like, I have a BB gun at my house that looks like a legit like German pistol. Mine looks like a, a weapon. Mine's like wooden and metal. And yeah. It's not pretty. I mean, it's not like colorful. Yeah. The one, uh, yeah. So. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Yeah. BB guns are cool. But um, yeah, I don't know what. Oh, right. We have to do our famous segment. How many Star Wars is, Caitlin? Um, one. You got it. It's, yeah. it's one. The Bad Batch is out. Oh, you liking it? I like it so far, yeah. It's a sequel to Clone Wars. Is it like Clone Wars? Is it like what you... Is it like everything you hoped and more? Oh, so far, yes. It's, a, it's good. good. It's good. Good. Um, so it takes place like right after the Clone Wars have ended. So the Republic is turning into the Empire. Right, right. And like you're kind of seeing the changes take place, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. There's some New Zealand actress on there. Rachel House? No, I don't remember her name. She's like of Asian descent, I think. Mm-hmm. I forgot her name already. But she, she plays famous? a character named... I didn't recognize her, so I guess not. That's my Nicole, sorry. Um, she plays a character named Omega. Omega? Yeah, that's how like she says Omega? it. Like Omega? Yeah. Okay. But, you know, she's from New Zealand, so she says it that Omega. way. Omega. Omega. My name is Omega. I'm going to go to bed now. I've got work in the morning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was pretty good. I guess I got a New Zealander because she, she is a clone. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess they're just like, well, Tamir Morrison, the guy who played Django Fett, who is who all the clones are based off of, Ooh. he's from New Zealand in real life. Oh, this is the Bad Batch, a movie. Yeah, not that. Uh, Star Wars Bad Batch. Looks like you got it on there like right below. Oh, okay. I think. So it starts off, the first episode is like movie length. It's oh, like wow. 70 minutes. And then the second episode is like 20 something. There's only two episodes? So far. Oh, they're doing oh. weekly releases. I oh, think there's going to okay. be 16, which is annoying. That's that many. And they're doing weekly releases. Uh, Michelle Ang. Yeah, that's her. Plays Omega. 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 Yeah, you're better at the accents than I am. The that's because you're an actress. That was Omega. That was like a new uh, a Midwestern accent. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Yes, she is a New Zealand film actress. Told you. Why'd you doubt me? Why were you calling me a liar this whole time? <laughs> I didn't. You could see, you could clearly see that my pants were not on fire. Her son's name is Coda in real life. Coda? Coda. Is it short for Dakota? No, Coda. There's a... K-O-D-A. I think she's from New Zealand. There's she a is. There's a female wrestler named Dakota Kai. <gasps> I think she's from New Zealand. It's either New Zealand or Australia. I think. I think she's a Kiwi though. And I'm not sure that's even her real name. It sure isn't. Her real name is Cherry? <laughs> C-H-E-R-E-E. 
And uh, Cherry Georgina Crowley. Michelle Ang is from New Zealand, and she was also in Fear of the Walking Dead Flight 462. Yeah, cool. I've never seen that. Me neither. <laughs> so that doesn't help anything. Not at all. Is that her? Oh, it's a... It, I guess. It's a cartoon. You can't <laughs> tell. Never mind. She looks nothing like her character. Okay. Her character's a small child with blonde hair. This not what she looks like. She is small, but she's not a child, and she is... Definitely uh, not Darker blonde. complected with dark hair. Yeah. So, yeah, mm-hmm. the show's pretty good so far. Cool. Um, I look forward to more of it coming out someday. <laughs> just seems like it's going to be a while. Because it's a weekly release and it's 16 episodes. That's a is, lot. It's yeah. 16 weeks. Well, not quite. They released two in one week. Oh, okay. They, so 15 they, weeks. The first episode, the long one, the extra long one, that was like 70 minutes. Yeah. They released that on like a Tuesday or wh- whenever May the 4th was. Which I believe was Tuesday. I think I said so last week. Okay. Um, yeah, because Cinco de Mayo it was last Wednesday. Yeah. So they had the first one come out on May the 4th, and then the second episode Makes came sense. on on Friday, and the next ones will come out on Fridays. Gotcha. Going forward. Gotcha. Um, that's about all I've like watched. I've been watching, sort of been watching Psych. Oh yeah, you know again. You, that's you liking it? Yeah, that's my uh, current comfort show. Yeah, a show I just put on and maybe pay attention to. Maybe I don't. Yeah, Who cares. Yeah, if I miss a few episodes because I fell asleep, doesn't matter. It's fine. I'm not going back. You can pick back up. Um, it does do the thing that really annoys me. They do it in Murder She Wrote. They do it on Monk. They do it on all these stupid crime shows where there's a special person who's super smart. And always right mm-hmm. where they, everybody doubts him. They can't deal with them always. Be, yeah, they're like, he's, he's like, that guy didn't do the crime. And they're like, dang it, Spencer. We can't go off with your psychic whatevers. You got to have the evidence. It's like, he knows that. He's going to go Give get him it. Minute. He's working on it. He's going to go get the evidence. You just need to chill. Y'all need to chill out. I think Murder She Wrote is not as bad when people are like, yeah. Like, what that's crazy how could you that what yeah because a lot of that show is her traveling around yes so it helps whereas like psych it's almost always the same police officers same even people. his dad his dad's the one who trained him to be like that and his dad's like sean you just you're crazy for thinking that it's like you you taught him how to do you this. were there dad and he's always right so like and also even i watched an episode recently where like gus this is in season four gus is like Who's Gus? Who's in every episode and with him? This is for, BFF. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he's like, Sean, you're crazy. You don't know what you're talking about. And it's like, Gus, you've been there every time. He's always right. You know, Gus. You know. <laughs> you you're there for every single case. Why like, are you doubting me? Why would you? Yeah, agree. It's, it's kind of annoying. It it's probably less annoying if I'd watch it like one episode a week, like when it was coming out, mm-hmm. instead of watching like five episodes in a day. Yeah. Because then you see the trope happen over and over. Yeah. And it was really annoying when they did it on Monk, too, because it was like... Clearly, Tony Shalhoub is the best, so... Yeah, it's like, listen, police captain, you've, you've worked with him. played Buffalo Bill in yes. Silence of the Lambs, yes. which is really funny. There's been some, like, shocking people appear on Psych. Michael Rooker was in an episode. He is... So was Jennifer Lawrence. In Psych? No. Oh. In... I'm talking about Psych. Oh, oh, oh. But yeah, Michael Rooker was in an episode... Uh, they had two episodes back to back that had wrestlers in it. Uh, John Cena. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah. And uh, Stacey Keebler was in an episode too. She makes good cookies. And is super hot. <laughs> okay. She was my first celebrity crush. Oh, really? She made me realize things about myself. You can stop. <laughs> That's it. That's 
I was just like, yeah. I like wrestling and I like women. <laughs> I'm a man. I was like, yes, Miss Hancock. That was her name to start with. Stop. I didn't come up with that. That was probably Vince Russo who came up with that because he's that kind of person. Anyway. He came up with a group called uh, Sports Entertainment Extreme. Oh Sex. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and there were some other people uh, that I was like, oh my gosh, it's that person. I forgot who it was now. Um, but that's also because um, Psych was on USA and Monday Night Raw. WWE's main show was on USA. I don't know if they do that as much anymore with crossing over, having having wrestlers show up on their shows. Somebody just yelled at us on Twitter. Oh, what'd we do? Apparently, they said, I can't listen to your podcast if we'll continue to butcher the basic understanding of math. I found myself yelling at you both about things taught in third grade. Well, Fair sorry, enough. sorry, Tasha. I'm not good at math. Fair enough. What if- were we? What was the reference to that? What were we? When did we do math? Who knows? We've done it a few times. It's just never good. I'm very bad at math. If, I mean, if that's a trigger for you, then do not listen to the show. I guess we're bad at math. Sorry, guys. We, there's no guessing. We definitely are. Sorry about that, Tasha. You can you <laughs> can drop some comment again, Tasha, and let us know what to fix and how to do math. Unless you're not listening, because she says she's not. She said I can't listen to your podcast. <laughs> we'll continue to butcher the basic. I mean, I don't. I don't. As long as it's the math stuff we're butchering, I'm fine with that. Honestly. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. We, we've made no... Uh, I'm not a mathematician. I never claim to be, and correct. I never will be. Math is my worst subject. We have n- never made any allusions to us being anything but wretched yeah. at math. So, if you want to... If you were like, Andrew doesn't know anything about Star Wars, then I'd be pretty upset. Uh, Listen again, because I do. I would be like, what? Did, what? I'd be, I'd, be, I'd be very upset. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I got that wrong. You'd be like, I'm so sorry. I failed you all. Exactly. I failed you. You were supposed to be the chosen one. Exactly. I I was supposed to be, but then I just but, got my arms and legs chopped off and set on fire. But then Tasha started following us, so I that's guess fine. that's okay. I think she's... I Thanks, think Tasha. It, it, it feels kind of jokey the way she's saying that. Help us be better. Yeah. <laughs> it, it does feel jokey when she's saying, like, yeah. I can't listen to you because you're bad at math. It's true. I won't deny but it. But it is fair. It is a fair criticism. It is fair. <laughs> uh, we should just have a podcast where we do math. Just listen to us be like, what? You know what? I just want to say this. Whenever I came from private school to public school, it was a shock first off. It was in like fourth or fifth grade. I don't remember. But we were doing timed like the first. That was one of the first things I remember. I came in. It was math first thing. It was a timed activity. And we apparently they did it every day. It was a multiplication worksheet. And you did it as fast as you could multiplication as fast as you could i remember doing it and i turned it over i was like why are they doing this we did this two years ago and i did it very 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 fast because i we'd done it we'd covered it two years prior in private school you know so and then i finished and that was the last time i was superior at math than anybody (laughs) basically you got lazy sounds like well i mean i caught up i you know I was where they were. I caught up to where they were. Although I was always in advanced math, but I didn't deserve to be in there. I was only in advanced math because of that multiplication thing <laughs> for being ahead there. But then I was like, why am I in this class? I'm so bad at math. Yeah. But we yeah. all, we, we both are. We very, there, there's something I don't, hmm, we've said it before. We are not experts of anything. Nope. At any point. Never. That's very funny, though, that somebody called us out on Twitter <laughs> for our math. 
Talk about that, Tasha. Tasha. Tasha, you sound like a cool person. Let's be friends. Yeah. I mean, they're following us now. Yeah. Thanks, Tasha. Um, I have some things I watched. Just what, a couple. What'd you watch? Well, first off, I made John watch Legally Blonde. It okay. was on TV. No, it was on a streaming service. I don't remember which one. But he never seen it before. And it came out 20 years ago this year. That sounds right. Yes. That is crazy. I remember watching that when I was younger. I was like, she has the cutest clothes. I love her hair. But now I'm like, that's all so tacky. It's all so terrible. And it's such a, it's such a cheesy, cheesy movie. It's so cheesy. But it's just kind of like feel good at this point. It was pretty cringy to watch at 31 <laughs> versus when I was 11. Yeah. I mean, it came out when I was, I guess. 12. You would, 12. would you say it was I was 11. Ago? Yeah. So was I was 2001. two cause, 2001. Right. I was two years old. No, you were 12 two years old because i i'm doing the joke from when i was saying i was 22 earlier oh you're you're so funny um just to go along with we are not experts i am not a comedian that is very <laughs> true you you hit that you nailed you hit that nail on the head that's the only thing i've hit out of the park today Woo! okay um so we watched legally blonde it's not a good movie but it is a feel-good movie and then we watched a new movie on netflix which was classified as horror, which is not something I don't normally do. Wish Upon. No. <laughs> the best movie ever the made. The worst movie. Um, no, it was called... Hold on. I don't want to get the title wrong. Oh, get the, get it wrong. Who, this is the part where we can get stuff wrong and nobody cares. But except I, for if it's math. Yeah, and then <laughs> Tasha cares. Again, sorry, Tasha, but also thank you. <laughs> um, okay, this was Things Heard and Seen on netflix it has um does not sound like a real movie things heard and seen it's based off of a book called all things cease to appear by elizabeth brundage um but this has um what's her name she was a mama mia um amanda seyfried has amanda seyfried in it and natalia dyer who's in stranger things i don't recognize the male main character um also karen allen is in it who she plays indiana jones's baby mama oh the one that he the uh, dark-headed one with with that gets the thing imprinted in her palm or whatever yeah the one where um that was it, it makes indy sound like he's a sexual predator because she's like i was just a kid oh did she say that? if you do the math it's like oh gross oh okay well she was drinking like nobody's business so. she was an adult then okay in raiders Raiders, but Mm. they mentioned something that happened some time ago and if you do the math it's like oh no okay gross well um i don't recognize the main character fellow but boy he plays a preppy douchebag really well what's his name um i say it's like i'll know james norton james joffrey ian norton yeah i've i've recognized only one of these names you've mentioned do you recognize him nope i don't recognize him either i don't know what he's been in he just looks like a guy to me um anyways he was a really good actor i mean he was a total d-bag in this is this a movie yes okay it's like a horror type movie um i would not say it's scary though it really wasn't scary and i'm i'm not into scary movies it was okay it was just okay um great performance by amanda seyfried she's a wonderful actress um Boy, it was a lot of anxiety and tension between the two of them, though. Ooh. But um, anyways, it's kind of about this couple that's trying to kind of like start over in life. And they move to the countryside of New York, I think. And in a 
rural area and things happen. Things happen. Things heard and said or whatever. Things it was. heard and seen. What a weird title. It was weird. It. <laughs> I know. It was, I was things heard and not seen is like usually how you hear it or something like that or seen and not heard. Hmm. Anyway, if you want to watch it, watch it. It was not a top recommendation of mine. Maybe you should have watched The Witch since you've never actually seen it for realsies. I did see something about it today and it was like actresses that deserved um, Emmys or what awards, Golden Globes or whatever it is. Say not Emmys. I think that's TV. Oh, you're right. That's TV. Golden Globe? Oscar? Oscar for sure is movies. I think Golden Globes are as well. Um, so whatever it is, that, but but that the Academy doesn't like horror movies and accurate. And uh, what's her face? Anya Taylor Joy was one of those people for the the bitch. Yeah, that movie was really good. It was okay. And uh, you didn't watch it for realsies though. Florence Pugh for Midsummer. Yeah. Um, there's some other stuff too. Florence Pugh and I, we've seen movies. And the, that lady, oh, she's the Australian actress from that movie I really hated. Which movie did you really hate? The really scary one that I'll Hereditary? never watch. Hereditary. Oh, uh, Toni Collette? Yes. She is a wonderful actress. Yeah. It's, well, it's one of those things where like, yeah, they, they don't like horror. Neither, neither do critics typically. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you look at horror. But that was kind of not horror. Like, I mean, but it was. They were, it was. If you look at like. Well, I guess it, I think Hereditary actually did really well critically, but a lot of times mm-hmm. if you look at like horror classics and you look up, like critics always hated them. Yeah. So there is that. Yeah. So that's what I've watched. Still re- still listening to the Throne of Glass series. Lots more magic. I'm in the next book now. Any smushy or just mushy? <laughs> no, no mushy. Okay. Or no smushy. No smushy. Not much mushy Did you say either. It was a young adult novels? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So I don't think there will be any well, smushy. I, I watched some YouTube video recently where it's like, oh, it was about um, Chaos Walking, that movie that finally came out with uh, Tom Hiddleston and Daisy Ridley. It had been delayed for a long time. Like even before COVID, it got delayed. Is it horror? I don't think so. No, no. But it's like, it's based on a young adult novel, but I just, I laughed because there was a part at the beginning of the YouTube video where he's like, they, they call, it was like, it was a young adult novel, which is how you know it sucks because if it was a good novel, they would just call it a novel. <laughs> That's not, Harry Potter's a young adult novel. Yeah. It was more like just straight up for kids. I feel like young adult means like 15 year olds. Whereas like Harry Potter, that was I think I think the series younger. That's why I love Harry Potter because it's so versatile. Like I still enjoy it now as an adult. But when I was a you know a kid, and those movies, those books came out when I was a kid. You kind of grew up with Harry. The books got yeah. more mature as he got older. The first one is definitely like, yeah, we're on an adventure in a new school. <laughs> Yay, we're wizards. And then it like got darker and darker and darker. And it's like, wow, there's some really deep themes here. And for a while, the books kept getting bigger. Yes, they Longer. did. And they got to four and it was like, we should tone this back a little bit. <laughs> Joe, we need to we need to actually edit some stuff here. You're you're getting out of control. I did love the fourth book though. The Goblet of Fire? Mm-hmm. It was my favorite for a while. I think it still might be. Because the again, books so much more than the movies, but ah, what are you it's do? usually the case. The answer is make a new one. Although the Green Mile, that movie is almost verbatim the book. Because I read the book and I was like this is exa- the the movie is literally playing in my head as we go. That's how I feel sometimes reading those Witcher stories because it's like, yeah, oh, this is that. basically the same episode that happened in the show. Yeah, <laughs> so anyway. it's a little different, but yeah, he doesn't say the f word as much, Geralt. Oh, Geralt! Like the scene in when uh, Henry Cavill, 
what's the scene? Oh, when um, Pavetta and Dooney get together. Pavetta's the daughter of Lady Calanth or whatever her name is. Oh, yeah, 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 and, yeah. And it's like the, the law of surprise. And he's like, uh, they're like, what do you want for your reward? He's like, the same thing, I guess. Who cares? You know what I did? And then she throws up because it's like she's she's pregnant. So that he's just like, ah, uh, frick. I get I get a kid out of this. Yeah, dang it. Um, I will say I made a mistake and I read too much into lore. Into, oh, yeah? into the stuff, into the story. I wonder if it's the thing I've been talking about. What? Uh, so spoilers, I guess. No, no, no! Don't talk about it. No. What? What else do we have to talk about? Okay, on The Witcher, this is spoilers of The Witcher, which I'm really excited for season two. Yeah. So I'm interested in seeing what the spoiler is that, that I know. You know? Yeah. It's I, that, I won't say anything. It's that Dooney is actually the the bad guy. Yeah. The black. What is he called? The Nilfgaard. Yeah, he's the leader of Nilfgaard. Yeah. So I knew that from the Emperor, game. Emperor, I think the Emperor. Because you meet him, meet up with him in the game, uh-huh. Witcher 3. And so I remembered that because he's like, where's my daughter, Siri? And I was like, I, I just remembered that from... And then like the show has uh-huh. him supposedly dead off screen. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, hmm, I bet that's not true. Because I, I remember meeting the guy. And I was like, ah, there he is. Sure enough. I definitely, I was like, I read it and I was like, what? So, what? Yeah, so that was a thing where I, I think I mentioned it to you before. I was like, I know some things, but I don't want to tell you. Yeah, I read, I read too much. So that's, that was like the main thing. Ah, and I was like, oh, that's such a good twist. Yeah, so. Anyway. There you go. Okay, well, that's all I got. Yeah, let's, let's take it home. Okay, guys, thanks so much for stopping by. Thanks for listening to us. Thanks for listening to this part where we talk about stuff. We know some of you don't, and that's fine. We we realize some of you do because apparently we suck at math, which is very <laughs> true. So thanks for listening that far ahead. Um, you can catch us on Facebook at Paint the Town Dead. You can catch us on Instagram at Paint the Town Dead, all one word. You can catch us on Twitter at PTTDPod. And you can catch us uh, on our email, PTTDPod at gmail.com. Please be sure to subscribe on anything you can, like anything you can, rate five stars anything you can, uh, comment positively. Any interaction you have really helps us out. Mail us checks of money. I will take that too. Yeah. Um, we drop episodes every Tuesday unless I'm in the hospital, unless I'm sick, unless I'm on a plane for a funeral, unless... <laughs> I mean, there's so many things now. It's always been Caitlin's fault, which is fun to me. So most episodes we've been late. We definitely missed the episode week before last. Totally missed it. So yeah, we we took that uh, episode fifty episode was fifty nine to fif- sixty break. Fifty nine to sixty break. That that every that podcaster thing I made up, has. Yeah. yeah, I mean that thing. Yes, yeah, that everybody does. Yeah. Um. So guys, thanks so much for stopping by. Well, we'll be back next Tuesday with another episode. This has been Paint the Town Dead, and we'll see you then. Goodbye. Bye.